Um, um, I think I started this off, right? I, I forgot. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Welcome back to No Rational Basis, a podcast for average law students by average law students. If you are future and no longer hypothetical employers, this is, of course, satire. We are very serious and going to be good lawyers. Um, welcome to our pre-finals Thanksgiving second half of the semester episode. We're excited to be back. And we're all on Zoom because we're at our respective Thanksgiving destinations. Yeah, it's been a good semester, hasn't it been, Emma? It's definitely been a semester. It's been a lot going on. Um, but it's like also kind of nothing going on. Matt and I were deciding what we were going to recap, and we were like, is there really anything to say? But we got yeah, something. There, there, there are some things. There's not not as much as a usual episode, but we'll we'll find a way. Yeah, we'll keep it short today. Yeah, and we'll start with with bar review. Um so Normally it's what we did this past weekend, but now it's, you know, what have we done since fall break, which was like a month and a half ago. Yeah. Um, and a lot's happened in that time. Um, right after we had our last episode, we got the, the great pleasure of watching um, Puncture, very moving film directed by no, uh, none other than Paul Danziger. Not directed, written. Written. And yeah, uh, yeah we got, it's, it's, a, it's a great movie. Um, you know, we got a whole group together to go watch it um, at the downtown mall. And uh, it was a great story about, about the law. Um, it was the most interested I've been in the law since I came down here. I don't know about, you know, how you felt about it, Emma. Um, I mean, it was fun to, see it. to have my parents in town, I thought. And I hadn't seen the movie, like, in ages, like, probably since it came out. And I think, like, my dad and was like very excited to show it to all my friends um in law school and then after he left like he had a great time he really liked meeting everyone obviously but after the movie screening um he gave like me like some original safety needles from the movie so I just have like a bunch of these needles like in my apartment and it's so weird if you come over I'll give one to you what are you gonna do with them I don't know what to do with them I gave one to Ben one of the one else who came to the movie screening because he like really was schmoozing my dad at the thing and he was so excited about it so I don't have a use for them but I think I don't think it's a good look for me to just be like keeping them on hand and initially they were in my car and I was like this is a really bad look so I brought them into my apartment a really bad look and uh you know I don't, I don't want to forget to mention that one of the stars of the movie is actually on this podcast right now you know who that is is it me? It's you. We got to see Emma around the age of, what were you in 2010? Like 10? 10, that's well, right. No, it wasn't 2010 when it was filmed. It was filmed in like 2009. 2009. So you were oh like 10-ish, right? I, I was older than that. Um, but we got to see a, a nine or 10-year-old Emma looking very seriously into the sky, holding a balloon at a bus stop. I don't think I was holding a balloon. You weren't? No, there chance. was a balloon somewhere. No way. I was okay. like pulling a backpack. I was going to school. It was winter. I, I thought it was a balloon. I was like a birthday kind of situation. No, you need to go watch the film again. I, I do. Um, I, I would love to watch it again. And Chris because Evans stars Chris, in it. That's which is important, also. Yes. Our manager was just like, "Oh, Chris Pratt. That's the wrong Chris." But I think Chris Evans is the superior Chris, in my opinion. And he's the second he alive this year. He's what? He's the sexiest man alive, Chris Evans. 
Oh, is he? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Whatever I, you see from, uh, you know, today's Chris Evans is, is, it was all started in puncture. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then after the movie screening, we had just a bunch of like big weekends. We had a friends weekend where I and some others had many of our friends visiting. Um, we did all the typical things. We went to Verge. We did some fall fun activities. We all hated each other by the end of it. Um, and I'm glad we had that experience to bond. Um, and now we don't all talk. No, it's fine. We talk sometimes. Yeah, we got um, to have um, you know, Brandon, our guest from our last episode, got to come see Charlottesville and, you know, see what a fun place is like, not like the, the Dungeon of Doom, Doom or the Temple of Suffering or whatever you know else that they call it up there. The Dungeon of Doom is literally like physically falling apart. Yes, yes. So it's like physically falling apart. And I was talking to Brandon the other day and he was like, yeah, we're not even allowed in that part of the school anymore because it's like structurally unstable. So we're like banned and like classes had to be moved and stuff. It's too bad that can't happen in our own, uh, you know, Dungeon of Doom. It's really too bad. And then after the big friends weekend, was it the next week was Halloween? Yeah, it was. Matt, what were you for Halloween? I don't do costumes. <laughs> Didn't you tell Brandon to bring a costume? I told, I told Brandon, I told uh, Brandon, yeah, that's right, that uh, the bar view that weekend was, was Halloween theme, but it was the weekend before Halloween. And he was pretty convinced, but we had, uh, you know, one of the one else we had on the podcast early on, you know, was like, no, it's not. I don't listen to him. Um, so rude. It's, it's these one else. They're, they're out of control. These one else are out of control, but we'll get around to that. We, we will get way around to that. And then last, not this past weekend, but the weekend before was the Pila Gala. Matt, did you go to Pila? No, I didn't, but I should have because. I remember last year, Pila was uh, a bit of a flop. I think that was the general consensus. Pila last year was not a flop. Pila last year was like an event I that heard... framed the entire rest of the year. And this year's Pila, I think, like kind of brought it all together in a beautiful way. And I thought it was like a big success this year. No, I heard this year was a lot of fun. Um, What'd you do at Pila, Emma? I, you know... I just vibed mostly. And then I went to bed. I saw, I I saw a few of the stories. Huh? I saw a few of the stories. Yeah. You know, I'm like pretty drunk depending on how many Snapchat stories I post. Like that's like a, I don't know what the word is, but there's like a correlation. It's a good barometer. There was a good one on uh, on friends weekend. There was one very late in the night where I thought, all right, I just probably got to go to bed. <laughs> I don't even know which one that is. I have an I idea. I figured you might not. Um, but we can always go back. It's fun to see all the memories, like from when I was out on certain nights, and even like the memories from last year, from like this season, which was absolutely chaotic final season. And we'll get around to that um, and to like reminisce on how far you've come, or even the nights before. I remember a pretty iconic one uh, that we'll discuss later from around this time from you. Okay. Um, we'll get to that one. And then now we're at Thanksgiving, which is exciting. Um, have a few days off and I'm home, which is nice. And my dumb dogs are barking and they're really annoying. And tonight I'm going out with 15 people I went to high school with for dinner. And then we're going to go out, which is. That sounds like fun. 
It'll definitely be interesting. Um, I don't know how many of them listen to this podcast. The answer being none. So that's good. Um, we'll tell them about it. Maybe I will. That's, that's one topic of discussion. Honestly, I need something to talk about. I don't really have much to say to anyone. So this is a good thing to bring up. I don't think they're going to want to talk about like Feinberg v. Feinberg. A great case. <laughs> <laughs> or Kilo, our personal favorite. Love Kilo. Hate the result. Matt, where are you for Thanksgiving? I am still in Charlottesville. Um, it's good here. People are still around. I think there's some gunners that are that are hanging out here. Yeah. I'd like to clarify again after our last episode that I am not one of those. I don't know, Matt. You're despite really the rumors, seem to be a big gunner this year. You you cannot be in the in the shape I am in academically <laughs> right now and be a gunner. You just cannot be. What about if you do based on your efforts this semester you do exceptionally well and then can you be considered a gunner no because that would be like an accident <laughs> no it wouldn't that would be like a professor like grading somebody else's valuing yourself no I, I am believe me i appreciate it but i am properly valuing myself in these uh-huh. i actually know that feeling of being like being like self-deprecating and someone's like oh no yeah. you're great and you're like no just let me be awful like it's yeah, okay like- I'll be, I'll be mediocre. I think last year I said to someone, I was like, guys, like someone's got to make the B, the B plus. Like I will do that for you guys. Like I, you can please send me your outlines. Like I'm not going to do better than you. Don't, don't worry about me. Yeah. I felt like it was pretty noble of us to, you yeah. know, like people had like pretty ambitious goals and like we helped them achieve those. We did. They owe us. And if we got an outline, like you said, like I wasn't, you know, wrecking somebody's spot in the curve. We're not even on the same like playing field. It's a different curve. Yeah, it's a different curve <laughs> for some of us. Um, so moving on and reminiscing on some of last year's joys, now that we're past it, I remember last year we recorded like all our episodes in the throes of finals. So it's actually pretty good for our brand, actually. I think it was great for our brand. Everything was incredibly chaotic. Except but- for that one where we couldn't put together a sentence no the one after our con log sam <laughs> the below median was the title or incoherent and the result <laughs> <laughs> certainly the title and the result <laughs> so that's uh like you said though you know last year you know it's funny to look back but was, was it funny back then what was going on last year i did not find it funny what was going on last year and i don't think anyone else do and in the moment like it's very much not but obviously like that's being surrounded by everyone who's incredibly stressed. So Matt and I are going to discuss what a mess we individually were as one else. And you heard us, like you experienced it live second semester, but I think even worse was first semester. So I will talk about how I like couldn't emotionally keep it together for the entire month of November. Um, And when I go through all my Snapchat memories, I just see like different images of me crying. So I think there's a lot of tears last year. There was a lot of tears. Oh my God, these dumb dogs. Anyways, (laughs) sorry, our manager is here. Just making faces at me. Um, So I had my first breakdown like on November 4th and it was because I drank a coffee, which I like don't normally do. And it made me like very anxious And the end of the day. And at one point during the day, actually, David Anders looked at me. He sat right in front of me in torts. We weren't friends. 
Um, and he looked at me and he's like, you look awful. Like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not okay, obviously. Um, and then had a breakdown and was like, I'm going to fail out of law school. But that was just like a regular breakdown. You know, those happen all the time. I think some of the most distinctive ones for me um, was when I went to like an office hours with my contracts professor and yeah I remember this one with a couple other students I went with Tom and Kyle and Isabel actually everyone they've all been on this podcast Big not guess. a group of uh not a group of criers not a group of criers so imagine we're sitting like on these benches outside in front of the law school and we're talking about one of the practice exams going over it and I'm just like completely lost like Tom obviously like has a complete understanding of the situation, knows exactly what's going on. And I'm just like tearing up. And the professor looks at me and he's like, Emma, like, don't cry. It's going to be okay. And I was like, it's not going to be okay. And he just like didn't know what to do because I just was absolutely like in tears at that point in time. And you weren't the only one to to cry in front of this professor. I wasn't. Not not even close. That's good. That's really reassuring. There were there were um, many I heard of doing that, but 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 was it okay? Of course it was okay. It was That's all okay. The moral of all these stories. Another time I had a big breakdown was a day of like Isabel and Riley's big birthday party. And I was at a dog birthday party and Matt and Caitlin always make fun of me a lot because I used to tell this story and continuously mention that it was a dog birthday party. Um, and during what the dog- What kind of animal was it, Emma? It was a dog birthday party. During the dog birthday party, my books were in the library studying. Books can do that um, if you're not there but they can only do it for yes. a certain amount of time. Part of the dance of your doctrine. <laughs> Breakdown. And then the other time I cried was like on the last day of like classes for the first semester, I was like all sentimental. And our tours professor, who was the most amazing ever, gave this like beautiful speech of how like grades don't define you. And I cried in that as well. Yeah, I was thinking of the uh, Isabel and Riley birthday party, the, the crying. That was a bad one. I didn't even make it to the birthday party. That, I, I, I remember. I think that was, you were studying Civ Pro, if I recall. That's correct. I was studying Civ Pro. It's, and it's embarrassing. And I think you look back and you're like, why was I like that? But you can't change it. Like, No. I mean, what else is stressful time? Yeah. And then it all ends up being fun. Matt, what were you like during 1L? 1L, Matt was in search of his personality. And uh, that that came out in the form of of, of many eras, none of, none of which was the you know law school or, or academic era. This is the law school academic era too. Often. That is slander or or libel, isn't that one of them? I don't think we've learned that. I think you're right. I feel like I'm, somebody I'm mentioned. I'm taking it. that class next semester, though. You should take it. What are you taking? Torts two with Kayla. Torts two. Yeah, the one about like libel and defamation. Oh yeah, maybe I will. Then I could talk about it. I think somebody mentioned it in the trial episode, and I was surprised they knew what it was because I didn't think we'd learned it. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll bring you through some of the eras. We'll we'll talk about what our favorite era was and you know what eras could have been better. Yeah. But the first the first major era. I don't know why this started, but it was the bullying era. It was me and Caitlin oh. decided it was time for the bullying era. You remember this, Emma? No, I don't remember the bullying era at all. We weren't very good at it. Who we weren't we natural. We weren't natural bullies. Caitlin is a bully. She came on this podcast and bullied us. She bullied us, but at, at our request, she bullied us. That's I think true. at that point we need to be taken down a little bit. Our egos had gotten too big. 
which is a good transition into my next era, which was the arrogant era, everyone's favorite. This, this was a great era. This was a really good era for Matt. This like cannot be repeated probably ever again. But it was uh, it resulted in this podcast. I think it was it was an output of the arrogant era. So I yeah, thought people wanted yeah. to hear my thoughts. Um, I, I got some prominent features on a prominent Instagram account. Law school was fun. Um, yeah, it was one of those things that was a joke until it wasn't. Yeah, you know, the arrogant era. It was it, it was satire, but it was like kind of like real too, like like, like a but joke. But it kind of when, defined like, you, I think. Oh I, yeah, it did. I, yeah. I had a great time with the arrogant era. Um, maybe I'll bring it back. That's a good one. <laughs> for um, finals, I think it's good for like the mental state. I think it was too. It's kind of like a, you know, it's, you take control of your situation. Like, and then we had the hydration era. That was good for mental health too. Drank a lot of water. I was um, a part of that era. And yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Well, you, you were a defining part of it because yeah. you bought me the water bottle. And when did I give you that? That holds about a thousand gallons of water yeah well i did see somebody with a bigger water bottle in the law school i know the so other I have day. a bigger one it's not that's, right. yes that's who it was yeah it's, you know, it's not right yeah that's like one of those like water cooler water bottles that, like no you someone, carry it around i've had this water bottle since like the fall before i started law school and then someone yeah. came up to me at some point last year and they're like oh did you copy that water bottle from swat and i was like no i've had this water bottle yeah, for like no. a year and a half already like, she, i didn't copy anyone else like she maybe she us. got it on her own and i'm sure she did but i was like i can't believe you think i'm copying someone like, she wanted uh yeah she she copied us and then so it was me you and isabel in the hydration era and then you know i think we started off pretty good but then it got pretty bad we need to get back to it, especially with winter. Yeah, it's important to stay hydrated in the colder months. Exactly. Which is when it started last year, actually. Do you remember our finals walk that we took, like, from the library? In the fall. Yeah, in the fall. I, I do. I've that was like, a fun walk. We discussed a lot a of important walk. things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I honestly forgot the topic until the second. I just like the I forgot to walk until this second, but it was a good, it was a good walk and a good talk. Okay, and those are some of our most memorable moments, I suppose. Yeah, we had a, we had a good year, I think. We had a great year. Deranged Not I miss one L. I miss one L too. I miss it every day. We I want to go back to one L. Me too. Like we just like did things one L. Like we just we did so many things. Like, look back at one L and like it's hard to explain what happened. Yeah. It's just like you had to be there. It was so special. You really did. Okay. Um, but that brings us, you know, back into reality, back into into final season, um, and you know, onto our, um, you know, a very uh, controversial segment here, guns blazing, and the discussion here will be about the uh, you know gunners' behavior during final season. So gunners are out all year. That's what makes them the gunners. Is that you know, they're not, they don't just show up at the end. They don't take days off. No, no days off for the guns. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this, this comes across in a variety of ways. Um, one of them is the presence in the library. So you have a certain subset of the population, um, those on Law Review, are able to access the library whenever they want. Yeah. Um, we know a particular gunner who showed up on the, uh, to the library on a day off on election day and ran to the presser that we had. The presser is like, what are you doing here? 
Like, why are you in the library? Like, you're off today. He was not impressed. And this is a professor who is known to have done extremely well in law school and, you know, done pretty hard himself. It's a big deal. But that, that's, you know, that, that, that's in this person's bones. He, he's going to go to the library. He's going to get his work done. Um, he even goes there pretty early. Yeah. How early, Emma? He goes so early. I think he gets there at like 6.30 or 7. And again, note that the library doesn't open until 8 a.m. So he has to use his access, which is only given to certain individuals to get in there early. So I'm an early riser. I, during finals, would try and get to the library like when it opened at 8 because I like to go home early. But this indiv- the one day I was like, oh, I'm going to go get some pastries before I go to the library. And I landed up like not timing it perfectly. So I landed up getting to the library at like 7.30. And I was like, oh no, like what am I going to do for half an hour? Just my luck. I called this individual who was already there, let me into the library. And the library, like when it's closed, is dark. Like there's no lights. You can't turn the lights on. Like you're just like essentially like studying with the natural light from outdoors. Um, and I was like, why are you here? But I, I had a feeling he would be there. And good guess. this gunner also, we mentioned the, did we talk about the, um, you know, after the incident with our professor in the bathroom? We did. He, he was one of the, those lined up to ask questions and it was clear professor wanted to be just anywhere else yeah but answering questions and he the other day in uh, one of our classes this same person you know we we discussed the previous good nodder on this podcast and the you know nodding in class phenomenon is he nodding this this person looked like a bobblehead (laughs) i thought that his head might actually snap off of his body while he was nodding along to what he was hearing in class and this is the class i told you we were talking about like all the other classes that I didn't learn last year, like Civ yeah. came up, Crim came up. That was not right. You were technically no. So I decided I didn't have to learn it back then. Not going to learn it now. But th- this person was vibing like you wouldn't believe. I mean, that's right up his alley. Like during it, he texted me. I'm so happy right now. He's reputation for twirling his pen, which happened in the same classroom as this class I was sitting in the other day. He's so iconic. Also, great hair. Great hair, great, you know, time management and time organization skills. Great time organization. If anyone needs like a method for organizing themselves during the academic year, especially during exams, you can reach out to us at our email and we'll tell you the name of this gunner. And you can That's right. Out. Nobody has the uh, order of operations down like this gunner does. Um, and we're going to keep the gunner segment short and simple today. And we are going to move on to finals advice, which is like the overall theme of this episode. We know a lot of 1Ls listen to this and are rightfully freaking out. We were just talking to a 1L. Um, And so Matt, what advice would you give to the 1Ls who are about to take their first set of law school exams? I think you want to stay relaxed, you know, first of all. Some people lose their minds. That's not going to be you. If you're listening to this episode, you're not someone who's going to lose their mind when they go take their final exams. If you, so you want to listen head. to this episode, you're going to be just fine. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you're so not fine that it's not going to matter anyway. Yeah. Like that's also possible. Episodes last spring. Yeah. I mean, as we saw. If you um, spend 
30 minutes listening to this episode, like the grade you're going to get is not going to make a difference. Like it's not going to change based on that 30 minutes. Matt, yeah, that's actually, a, that's actually a good point because we, we played a, uh, a 1L team in softball this weekend and they had trouble fielding a team because they couldn't get enough people. Like is one hour of your time on November no. Sunday going to change your finals grade? It's not. No, you got to prioritize like well-being before the final exams. Eat, sleep. Do not I go can't. out the night of the contracts exam and be so hungover that you can't even take the crim exam three days later. Are you speaking from experience? No, but th- that's, no. you know, a thing I, I, I feel like might have been, you know. Yeah, maybe don't go out during actual exams. But up until that, I think it's important to de-stress. I agree completely. And I think that, um, you know, you do that, you'll be good. You'll be at least, at least median. And after you take your exams, like take a few hours the rest of the day off, like they're very long exams. Take the next day too. (laughs) Why not just take all the days? Study? No. And if you don't study, how scary could it possibly be? You'll be out of there pretty quickly. I think I was so nervous for the exams because I was like, oh, like I'm going to fail. Like I don't have a single word to write down. And if I fail, I can't come back and like spend the first three months having a good time before I'm miserable. But I think you can like learn from Matt and I as examples, like you will not fail. You'll be fine. Your professors will tell you you won't fail, but you actually like won't fail. And here's the thing, like a bad grade, like if you get like, a C minus, or I don't even know, like if you consider like a B minus to be a bad grade, like I, <laughs> that's just a grade. Anyways, a bad grade, which we are all very familiar with in this podcast. Intimately <laughs> familiar with. Is not like a fail. Like I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to get a B minus and that's going to be the end of my life. I was like, I'm going to get an F and they're not going to let me come back. Like that was my fear. I had the so, same fear. I think everyone needs to just like set their expectations um, that whatever will be, will be. And you just go into exam day. Like you never know how you're going to be feeling that day. Um, And you're obviously going to be okay either way. Yeah. It's like you said, you know, there's only so much you control on these exams. Yeah. Um, And I think also don't let like other people like influence how your well-being is like I think for me like as I said I like to get to the library early and I like to leave earlier but I would get there early and it would be empty and then people would trickle in like at 11 or 12 and then when I would leave at six or seven it would be packed and I would feel bad about leaving but I'd been there for like hours before everyone else got there so it all equals out yeah I agree and uh like we said you know you're not going to fail no, you're not. You are not allowed to fail. Yeah, it's true. It, it will not happen. Not, not here. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's a good part of it. Um, but, but yeah, let's uh, move on to our next, uh, our next segment, cold call. And just remember one else that cold calls have no impact on your grade. Um, they have important. no effect at all. Trust us. Nobody cares. Um, not even the teacher. They but for, what's that, Emma? They don't remember. No, and neither do any of us. Yeah. Only the funny quotes. Uh, but for our, um, our cold call here, we're going to have a very special guest, uh, our manager, JJ. So JJ, 
welcome to the podcast. Um, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Um, throughout this podcast, I have been like popping in in the chat. So I'm glad that I've been giving speaking, speaking privileges. So glad to be here. I mean, you were obviously welcome to pop in at any point. You're our manager. You're in charge, but no, no, you guys are the the maestros here. I think so. this is only your second recording you've been at. Is that right? Because you were at the summer yes. episode recording. Yes, NRV v Putterman. That was a hit. I forgot who won that one. Was there a final verdict? I think there was like some like concern about like. You know, the procedural posture of that trial. There wasn't even a jury. Was it a bench trial? I had someone tell me they didn't like the episode, which was Who? not. Uh, you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll Sally told me. me she wasn't a fan. It didn't make any sense. I guess what? if you did take Civ Pro, it wouldn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> Matt and I both passed Civ Pro. With flying colors. Yeah. <laughs> um, you were at least as good as the average student in my class. And so Matt and I have prepared for you some questions, JJ. Excellent. And um, the first question is, what is it like being our manager? Oh my gosh, it's such a treat. I mean, like it gives me an excuse to have a group chat with you guys that I can use regularly. Um, It's called Exo Management. Um, What else? I don't know, you guys are just so funny and you keep it real. And like, I just feel so blessed to have friends that really, you know, hit the books in deep with the law, but are also so in deep with social connections. Have you noticed that your popularity has increased since being our manager? No. No? (laughs) I don't think I got more social clout for being the manager. I think I have like personal fulfillment. That can't be right. I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. I think you're like exceedingly more popular because you're our manager. We should take a poll. Maybe we we do need to bring back some sort of poll, Emma. Yeah, I wait, know. Matt. I was talking about how I really wanted Emma to do a poll in in your section A chat. What was the poll about? I know I can't remember. I was because I said to you like if Emma ever brings back the Tuesday poll, I'm gonna do a keyword this. search. I'm gonna do a keyword search. My phone. Right. You guys, we'll, we'll figure we'll figure that out. Okay. Um, but while we're on on the topic of you managing us and you know your increase in popularity, despite what you said, um, of the two of us, you know who's harder to manage. I feel like Emma is extremely amenable. Let me just preface that. Some, oh, some that. people would disagree. Like some people, I don't know if, what they're connected to in terms of reality. They're not connected to reality. That's some major gatherings. Extre- extremely amenable. I think, Matt, you're honestly harder to track down. Like I don't what? see you at school. Like in terms of like wrangling, like you're in the gunner pit. I, I know. Not, I, gunner era. That is not accurate. Matt, I saw you in the library and you're like, every time I'm here, someone takes a picture of me. It's true. It's Matt, true. I've been in there like four times. reading this year. People just follow me. That's only true in some classes. <laughs> and Emma, I feel like consistently, like between 1 to 2 p.m., obviously she's in SCOCO. Like I always know that's like a consistent thing because we eat lunch together every day in SCOCO. Also, right. I remember the Snapchat Discover poll. So let me know when I have speaking rights to invoke that. Yeah. What was it? As to whether people watch the Snapchat Discover, like those creepy, weird no, videos. I, I watched watch them. Because I thought no. And then no. you were watching one. Immediately no. I only watch my old Snapchat stories. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Interesting. I could ask it. Text it to me. Okay. Now, JJ, we would like to ask of you 
to recap this season season of the Hebrew Nationals softball team. Okay, wait, I'm honored. Um, so for those who don't know, there is a softball team that the Jewish law students um play on called the Hebrew Nationals. And we honestly had such a strong season that we qualified for the championships. It was called championship playoffs, playoffs, excuse me. Um, Matt can probably speak to how many wins that entails, but I think we won like four games, right, Matt? You played as a, a Hebrew national adjacent, but a full Hebrew national member, but a Jew adjacent. Yeah, it was a big honor to play. Um, it must have been like like four wins or so. Four wins. Yeah. Matt, so Matt, how did your other team do? The it didn't it didn't, it didn't go so team. well, Emma. Really? We lost to someone else. Jeez. Yeah. It was it was ugly. It's some uh contentions with the umpire. I heard Darden won the whole thing. Is that true? That was a disgrace. That is actually yeah. a nightmare. Yeah, they are they are at best, you know, guests in our softball league. And they they come in here and they and they and they cheat too. They bring out like soft softballs to the mound to pitch. They've tried to use an illegal bat so many times. I could I could go on, but I uh, I won't go on anymore about, about that that team. But back to the good stuff, back to the Hebrew Nationals. How did it go this year? So we have a really strong roster. Um, I would say that in terms of like batting potential, like extremely strong group, really appreciate the the Jewish allies that also come out and play for our team, Matt included. Cooper, shout out. Who else? Claire, she comes and plays. Claire always. You know, Claire always challenge my eligibility. Me. Queen. You played played in, in one. No, I played in two. What was the second? Oh yeah, the one you when you caught for the inning. Yeah, for like and then half you, and, then, and then you pulled yourself. Yeah. Emma I came like to a- the dugout like like in little league, and she was like, "See, they have no catcher. I'm not going to catch either." And then she just stopped. <laughs> yeah, I am pretty 50-50 for coming to softball. Although honestly, maybe 25 percent of the time I came. But Matt can attest. Like when I did go, like I was chirping, I was bringing up the energy. Like I I don't play by far games. the most energetic team member. I love softball, not the playing of it per se, but the vibes. Once we get closer to the softball tournament, Emma will have to have a podcast discussion on like field monitoring and oh, you know, yeah. your duties um, that you undertake. I mean, I, I guess we'll have to be field monitors again. Like best practices? Yeah, about, oh, do's and don'ts of field monitoring. Mm, that'll be really good. Isabel, we'll have to Isabel on for that one. We'll Definitely. get the, the whole crew on. Okay. Next question, Matt. Yeah, so this is a question that you, you knew was coming because everybody gets it. But, you know, what is your favorite memory of, of me and Emma? And again, you know, as you know, this could be separate memories. It could be a joint memory, but please do separate. Please do separate. Okay, Um, over the summer, Matt was in Charlottesville and there's not like a whole lot to do. I mean, it's great, like so bucolic, love Charlottesville in the summer, but we, we needed to find things to do. So we play a lot of putt-putt. And Matt is extremely good at putt putt. I'm not surprised. Um, we actually have some good games. Often with an aforementioned gunner, and he was really funny because he hated losing to Matt. But I'm pretty sure he lost every single time. Did he ever win? Never. Do you remember uh, the first time we played? His absolute meltdown at the end. <laughs> he kept it's saying, like, still oh, "That's not it." He kept saying, "That's not it." Every time he would do poorly. No, you would like you'd hit the ball and. As soon as you made contact, he would say, oh, that's not it. Um, well, I, have sometimes it, it I just can picture it. Like so Sometimes much. it was it. 
Uh, so that would be but my he, favorite. He's, just yeah, not he's the hardest on himself. That's the that's the key. That's true. That's true. Okay, so it would definitely me? be Matt Slang on the putt putt course. Emma, I feel like we've had so many good adventures this semester. I'm trying to think like narrowing it down. Like we just, I feel like I spend so much time with you that I could like really bring up a lot of things. I don't know. I'll have to say I love our like tradition of going to Whole Foods just because it's very like, it's a very central part of the routine. Oh, we go every week for those who are curious, usually on a Sunday, time does vary. Um, And like, even though we're separate, it's just like, we're always coming together. We usually have dinner afterwards, which I love. I don't know. It's just, I love it. I treasure you. That's all. Oh, yay. Small heart. Oh, and one thing I'm not very good at is doing the small hearts. So Emma, Emma's trying to teach me how to be better. You've gotten better. That like that looks like it, not like uh, something from the past. Yeah, you're definitely improving. In the past, it was like, what is JJ doing? Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um. I'm kidding. Okay. Do we have any other questions for JJ, Matt? I think that's it. Okay, and so. For our last segment, very off the cusp, we created this, like, well, basically while we were recording the episode, um, we are going to be reading emails that got sent to our NRB inbox. So no rational basis at gmail.com. Um, we got this email. I am going to read it and I'm going to redact it as to not give away like a lot of identity. Um, and then Matt will comment on his thoughts on this email. So it says, the subject line is podcast guest inquiry. It reads, hi, Emma and Matt. Just wanted to let you know that while manning my extremely busy desk over here at blank, whatever job, I really loved your recent podcast episode. While I'm not yet equipped to sign you and give you the representation you all deserve, I want to see if you needed any guests for upcoming episodes. So I guess she works at like a talent agency. Here at blank talent agency, we are unable to accept unsolicited materials, but at your school, I bet you can. Below are some of the qualifiers, which would lead me to being an intriguing guest on the show. As I type this, please know that I that there are 68 unread emails in my inbox, which require immediate attention. However, I am choosing to prioritize this. And then her qualifications, I am law school adjacent, in parentheses, know a few people that attend. My dad went, I recently dated a 1L, in parentheses, traumatic, not sure if I want to dive into that, into that outside of therapy, close parentheses. That's all I can think of now. Would love to set a time to discuss me being on the podcast um, and then signed. And then she followed up and she heard someone thought this was a big break when in reality it's theirs. Yeah, so I have plenty of thoughts on this. Um, the first is it's about time we got recognized. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I knew we had a special talent, and it's 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 good to have somebody from what must be a talent agency recognizing that. Yeah. Um, you know, before long we'll be doing this full time. At this rate, we'll just be making podcasts. And how's um, our podcast ranking? Oh, this is another good email that we got to. Um, you know. In, in the time since we last spoke with all of you. But um, we, we learned recently that in the last 30 days, this is as of a little bit ago, we, uh, we are ranked number 145 in the category education. 
in the country of Zambia. So I'm really just, you know, excited about this. I'm, I'm glad that we're teaching, you know, the law and what happens at one law school in the U.S. Um, to a whole country. Um, yeah. I have to imagine the whole country is listening. So, you know, thank there are you, listeners Zambia. in Zambia, like, thank you. Um, this is huge for us. And, uh, and so as to the talent email, um, do you think we should have this individual on the podcast? <laughs> I think we really should. I mean, what do we have to lose? And this is going to be, like you said, this is, this is their big break. Um, you know, this is, we've already had ours. Yeah. Like, okay. we're, you know, we're being noticed. We're getting, uh, you know, a lot of fan mail. So I'm all, we, I'm all for it. Um, we will email them back and have them on the next episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've, uh, I think it might be the, the new design might have been a big factor. I think so, too. We love the new podcast cover. Ever and since that new logo came Everyone else loves it, too. Everyone loves it. Although, you know, like we said, I, I did like the old one. Yeah. This one's better. But the old one, I, I liked that there was, the old one, it was a great. bit of a mixed feeling about it, I think, in the community. Yeah. Among our, you know, thousands of listeners. But I think that um, this one, I think, has made us get noticed. Okay, is that so all we I have? like them using the language of, uh, you know, how I think we say things are adjacent. You know, this person is law school adjacent. It's clear that they listen to the podcast in this email. Oh, very clear. Yeah, which yeah. means a lot. We're just glad that people are listening to all this stuff. I agree. Um, okay, is that all we have for today, Matt? That might be. Is this, you know, we're going to... I could come back here for the semester or uh, leave the leave the one else to that. Oh, finals. I think we should do one more before the semester. I I, I, I agree. I think a mid finals episode for like sure. a, like a check in, like how we're doing. Yeah. Kind of like last time. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll put a date on the calendar, and we probably won't stick to it. No, every everyone be ready for that. <laughs> but thank you guys all for listening. This was a longer episode than we intended, but still good. Yeah, we're not for a while. Uh, thank you, guys. And we will uh, talk to you soon. Good luck on finals. Thanks to JJ and my brother, Josh, for letting me use his microphone. Yes, Have a wonderful evening. Good night. <laughs> okay. I end the Zoom, right? Is that how this works? Wait, wait, wait. How do I end the recording?